From the game gurus at Snakes and Lattes, you're listening to the Snakes Cast, a proud member of the Dice Tower Network. Welcome to the Snakes Cast, everyone. I'm Jonathan Moriarty. With me are my co-hosts, Todd Campbell. Hey there. And Mandy Jalsma. Oh, hi. And this week, we're going to talk about a sentence that every game guru dreads. We hear it all the time from a lot of different customers, a lot of different types. And that sentence is, I don't want to have to think. It kind of makes my soul die a little every time I hear it. And it makes me feel very sad. But here's the thing. There are genuinely legitimate reasons for people not to want to use their brains in any given time. It could also be said that there are perhaps some less than legitimate reasons about this. So we're going to talk about times when you just want to check out and not think. What's the appeal of not thinking and, uh, and, and, and what it's like for us dealing with players who are like that. So, Todd, you're one of our game gurus. Mm-hmm. How often do you hear that sentence? Uh, every single shift I work, I get this sentence maybe 30, 40 times a night. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's, it comes up a lot and it often means, it, it can mean a wide variety of things. So, um, as a guru, it, it actually makes me very sad because it doesn't help me out. <laughs> it doesn't. Like I, it's I, like when people say, I want something that's fun. Exactly. I want something that's fun. Well, all the games are fun to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, so, when I hear that, I've got to try and figure out what do they actually mean by I don't want to think. Is it that they, they don't want to be given a game that's going to have too many rules that will overwhelm them? Or is it that they actually want something that is not going to, uh, you know, use their brain at all? Like Snakes and Ladders. Snakes and Ladders is the ultimate I don't want to think game. You roll a dice, you move, you roll a dice again. That's it. It's just about obeying instructions, really. No yeah. Thinking required. So, uh, Mandy, you're in more of a supportive role. And uh, not so much involved as a guru, though you do help people with the games. Well, I've also been uh, the customer in that particular situation. Um, I was in the cafe a couple days ago with a friend, and we hadn't seen each other for a really long time. So when we came to choosing a game, uh, at least the initial game we wanted to play was something that didn't require too much thinking in terms of gameplay because we wanted to converse with one another. Mm. That being said, we didn't want a game that was just basically it's going to play itself for us. It was just more so something light enough that we could we could talk and catch up. Yeah, that's always really hard to do when it's just two players because mm. when it's not your turn, it's their turn, and yeah. it's it's it kind of it's it's a real challenge. And this is in some ways one of the trickiest things for us to deal with mm-hmm. as game groups. Um, so, yeah, it's it's often very painful for me because mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm a bit of an evangelist. I'm a bit crazy when it comes to the whole game thing. I love games. I love what they do that other art forms can't do. I love the fact that you get to participate, that the game, there is no game if you're not participating in it, that you get to make choices, and those choices require thinking, which means when I hear somebody saying, I want a game where we don't have to think, it's like they're saying, well, I'd like some music that, where we don't have to listen. Or, (laughs) you know, okay, can can you teach me a dance that doesn't, where where I don't have to move? And it's, I don't know, it's, it it just, it just, I need to sort of get over this, and hopefully, you know, Nate, having been in that position, and Todd being a tolerant sort, you guys can sort of help me through this, <laughs> and uh, help me to at least come to a better place about being able to properly give the proper respect and help to people who aren't really in the mood to think when they're playing the game. Well, again, being a customer, um, the first time I ever went to Snakes and Lattes, uh, my experience in gaming was Yahtzee and the Game of Life. So when I got there, I was a little overwhelmed, and having watched episodes of Tabletop and seeing like how complicated games could be, 
from an outside perspective, I was just like, well, I, I just want to dip my toe in. I don't want to embarrass myself by biting off more than I could chew. So sometimes I think customers say they don't want to think because they just need the right breadstick or appetizer game to get them into gaming. For sure. Well, this is the thing. Like Often when someone will say that, I'll pull out Ghost Blitz, which I think is a very thinky game. You have to look at the cards. You have to uh, uh, figure out what's there, what's not. There's a lot of brain power involved. But for that's the benefit, often... uh, sorry, Todd, for oh, the benefit sorry. of our audience who haven't actually played Ghost Blitz, <laughs> just a quick, quick, quick summary. Five wooden toys on the table. Card gets flipped up. Everybody grabs a toy. Grab the right one. You get to keep the card. It's worth a point. Grab the wrong one. And you have to give a card to whoever came up with the right one. But it's not really obvious. Just look at the card for a second. Which one is the right one? Like you're saying, you have to... There is a lot of brain power involved. But I think it because it is so simple in its execution, people are not um, they're not afraid of it. So they go, yeah, this is the perfect game. And nine times out of ten, that's exactly what they want when they say they don't want to think. It's sneaky thinking. Make them think without thinking they're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, th that's actually that cuteness is something that I've gotten really good results with mm. when it comes to uh, these sorts of games. Like for example, if, if we're going to talk about games of pure strategy. You put something like Corridor down the table. Corridor is one of those minute-to-learn, lifetime-to-master type of things. But it looks like a game that Mr. Spock would play. Even though there's, only, there's very few pieces, it's very simple, it's a very quick teach, uh, it just looks intellectual. Mm -hmm. Whereas something like, hey, that's my fish, which involves mean little penguins running around on ice floes, just as much strategy, more complicated than Corridor, but it's got these adorable plastic penguins sort of sassing each other. <laughs> And that was actually my gateway game the first time I ever came to Snakes and Lattes as a customer. It's, it's been a gateway game for a lot of yeah. people, I think, and it's been really successful, I've seen. Because yeah. it, it, it's, it's so useful, it plays two to four players, just as well as, as in some games that are good for two and not so good for more than two, right. and vice versa. But, um, all right, so let's, let's talk about some other reasons why people would, uh, would not want to think. Um, obviously, I work mostly evening shifts, so a lot of people who come in have just come in from work. And their brains are tired, and they want to rest. And bringing out something with lots and lots of pieces that's all complicated and tricky, not so much what they're looking for. But sometimes, though, people may be very, very fresh, but they're, like you were saying, there's a problem with performance anxiety. They're, it's like a defense mechanism. They're, they're, they're with their friends. It's a social activity, and they don't want to disappoint them. Mm -hmm. So uh, we, we talked about that a little bit in our episode about complicated games. What, what is there really to be afraid of, though? I mean, just, do people actually have a genuine good reason to be afraid of you know, not being able to think hard enough in front of their friends? Is that Or make a mistake. If there's too many rules, there's more opportunity for you to screw something up and then wreck the game. Mm. So perhaps uh, you know, wanting not to think means give me something simple that I can learn very quickly that I cannot screw up. Yeah, that's that's definitely legit, sure. So, uh, what else is there to uh, other than fear? Okay, there, there's there's tiredness, there's exhaustion, there's wanting to continue the conversation. That's a wow, that's a really solid list of reasons. I'm feeling more comfortable every moment with this. <laughs> um, do you think that in a lot of cases people are used to passive entertainment like TV and they want something that's going to come up and entertain them? I think so. I think so. I mean, it's um, there. Their understanding of board games are the stuff that they played when they were kids, like life and risk, and often the, the time commitment and the, uh, the commitment to understanding strategy and stuff might be too overwhelming for them. They just want something simple, they can sit down and play. Yeah, again, totally legit. But um, I, I guess in some ways it's, it's really good that we have things like Ghost Blitz, like Hey, That's My Fish, 
because unlike TV or a movie, it's, you, you can get started with it quickly, but you, there's still some of you in there. You get to actually participate. It gets to bring some of that special magic that games bring that no other art form does. Yeah. When, when, when we're in a position when we want to help a group of people who, who actually say they don't want to think, I think, Todd, you were right earlier when you are saying that it's, uh, they, they mean different things when they say that. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to sort of make a judgment call about whether or not they're afraid to do so, whether they're genuinely not up for it, whether they genuinely want to, uh, to, to to be able to start playing quickly, whether they genuinely want to be able to converse with their friends while they're playing, or if it's something where it's just a defense mechanism, where it's like, I don't want to have to look stupid. What, what are some signs that you look for? Is there, is there any way you can tell, or is it, is it, is it just completely intuition? Um, well, generally, I'll, I'll just keep ask, asking them some questions about other types of games they've played that they've liked, mm. so I can then uh, categorize what section I should go to to help them find a game. Another thing I've found often when people say they don't want to think, sometimes it's that they just they have a fear of board games. They actually don't like board games. But they've come in because they think that this is something that they should do, and now it's our job to teach them the, the love of board games that we have. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I've had several uh, people come in, and they literally give me an idea. Uh, they, they give me an attitude of, I don't like anything here, but give me something I'm going to like. <laughs> oh, wow. And then I yeah. have to try and find something that is going to mesh with them. And sometimes it's bringing out a classic game like like backgammon or or chess or something really simple like Connect Four, something that is going to really ease them into the idea of playing a board game. Mandy, when you came in and needed something that uh, that wasn't terribly thinky. What uh, you mentioned that the choice of games helped a lot. Mm -hmm. What else can uh, can can we do? to sort of help people who are not in the mood to think to get to the point where they're having fun with a fundamentally thinky form of entertainment. I think tapping into a little bit of the nostalgia you experience when you're a kid, mm -hmm. uh, bringing out the games like Connect Four, um, even yesterday I played Dream Phone, and just like having fun, <laughs> bringing back the fun to it before you get back into adult gaming. Did you find out which boy had the crush on you? No, I didn't. We were really oh, bad dear. at that game. It was That's horrible. It. We think it was okay. Dan, but we'll never know. Was it still fun though? It was still fun, and there you uh, go. so that kind of like brought us back into oh right, games are fun, and then you want to branch out and you want to try something different, um, ease into something like uh, Chin, so like light strategy games, and you can go from there, and then then you're really impressed with yourself because you're playing the games. <laughs> you were mentioning the dipping the toe in part being mm -hmm. so important. I guess taking taking little steps one at a time, and getting to a point where you feel brave enough to to go farther into those waters, I guess is a really big deal. Um, one of the things that I've found has been really helpful as well is just my overall approach and just being smiling and happy and because, uh, again, this goes to my slight craziness, but uh, I, I, just, I just love games so much that I have a hard time not smiling and not being happy when I'm there and my mm -hmm. job is to help other people to have a good time finding their comfort zone in these things. And that's contagious, I find. Yeah. When, uh, when, when, when I'm happy and I'm enthused to be presenting these games because they're fun for me and I really like them and this is Ghost Blitz and this is how you play and it's awesome, then that does a lot to help bridge that gap. It helps people to believe that they can have fun too playing this. And the more frivolous you are, I think, uh, the less serious you are about it, yeah. uh, the, the, the better it helps to sort of bridge that gap. Well, it helps their comfort level too. Right? <laughs> so if I, if I can make someone feel comfortable being in the cafe and looking at the huge wall of games, then they'll be more apt to go up and pick up a game and say, can you teach me this? Or this looks fun, can I sure. grab that? 
I had a moment last weekend where I went home for Thanksgiving and I really, I've been talking about my work a lot with my mom and I wanted to get her into gaming and she's just like, oh, that sounds too complicated. And then I brought home three little pigs and oh, I- Oh, so good. And my mom and I, we, our thing has always been we play Yahtzee together and she schools me, it's fantastic. And so I, I knew that I, there was an easy bridge there. You know, it's like playing Yahtzee, but you're building houses and there's three little pigs. And next thing I knew, she became obsessed with collecting flower pots, which give you extra points in the game. And it was just a really good experience. And now I think she'd be more comfortable if I were to bring home something else. And that's something that I think that a lot of game designs can do as well, incorporate familiar elements. Like in yeah. The Three Little Pigs, you're rolling the dice, and then you keep what you want, you reroll everything else, and you keep what you want, and you reroll everything else, and you get to use mm -hmm. whatever's left to build your houses out of straw and wood and brick. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. It even has that, that spinner that you can blow on, so you actually can huff and puff and blow somebody's house in. That it's, is yeah. the best part of that game. It's For sure. brilliant. <laughs> it's genius. And it does so much to help people who think that they don't want to think to come across, because when you're deciding what to keep and what to re-roll and do you want to build your house out of this or that, that's thinking. But it doesn't feel like such a chore, it doesn't feel yeah. so imposing, and you can just enjoy it for what it is. Well, whether you want to think or not, Snakes and Lattes has games that will help you to have a good time, or urge you to sort of gradually work your way into it, or whether you want to just jump in at the deep end, that's what we're here for. So come on and visit us. We would love to introduce you to some thinky or non-thinky games. Until then, I'm Jonathan Moriarty with Todd Campbell and Mandy Jalsma. Game on. See you soon. Thanks for listening. Snakes and Lattes offers a unique service for your next party. Snakes on the go, board game catering. Your own personal game guru and an assortment of our hottest games right in your living room or boardroom. Birthdays, anniversaries, corporate team building, everything is more fun with board games. Visit snakesandlattes.com slash SOTG for more details or to book your event today. Until next time, I'm P.T. Douglas. Game on.